You're listening to the Watling and Owen Show. Hello and welcome to the Thanksgiving Eve Bacchanal of the Watling and Owen Show. It's Matt Watling. It's Luke Owens. And we've got two heroes here among us, Luke. Two heroes. Not just me. Initially, I said it was just me. But it's more than just me, Luke. Because, I, but I, I'm the real hero. If we're gonna, if we're gonna tier the heroes, I'm working tomorrow. I'm a hero. I'm putting You're on working the boot tomorrow, traps, breaking out the old laptop, and I am working a full eight hours tomorrow and Friday. All right. Well, I, that's crazy. I didn't actually know you were doing that. I thought it was just Friday. Oh, I'm working tomorrow. Um, Come on now. Someone's gotta take your money. Someone's gotta work double, right? For double pay. Oh yeah, it's it's a real tragedy. I was looking up how much I was gonna make in the next two days. It's uh. It's a nice amount. It's a nice amount. It's grotesque. It's probably what I would make in like a month. No, that's I mean, strong. That's strong. The gambling industry just, I mean, just fistfuls of money over there. It's crazy. Yes. They, they, they pay me so much I can afford to live with two roommates. Yeah. Imagine uh, working on Black Friday and not getting double pay. Is that I you? I mean, it's astonishing. Yeah, that's me. That's tough. That is tough. And in my job, I can work from home, so it's, it's kind of fake work. You're actually working. So I, I do oh, yeah. for you. You are the real hero of this uh, of this situation you know someone's gotta someone's gotta carry the company on their back That's right you know? how many people are not working at your company on friday i'd imagine there's gonna be like 10 people there maybe but but doesn't it kind of feel like it's not actual work when no one's there uh usually i'd say yes but like the work that we do it doesn't matter i'm still going to be doing what i usually be doing for the most part um so I actually do have to work, which is tough. Gotcha. Okay. Well, to get into the, the football of it all, we'll start with last week's stuff because there are some things we should probably touch on. Jets, Jets, Bills played. Neither of us cared. You were being a real, a real baby about it too. How was I being a baby? Because your team's actually good and my team stinks. So you were being a baby. I'm allowed to yeah, moan and your complain. Your team stinks and you know it. My team was supposed to be good. So your I'm team is six want. and five. You just put a 30 burger on the best defense in the NFL. You guys are fine. Didn't realize we played the Browns last week. Yeah, he didn't play it a, okay. a horrid Jets team. We'll start here. This game, to me, it said a lot about the Bills. It really did. And not about the defense. The defense was fine. But for the offense to put up 30 points, like, that, that is impressive. It really is. Like, that's a nice game. Josh Allen was very efficient. The one interception he had was an arm punt at the end of the first half. But to go 20 of 32 for over 275 yards, to run the ball for over 130 yards, Josh didn't run the ball all that much, but – they gave the ball to James Cook almost 20 times, and, and I think that's a big part, is he can be a difference maker in this offense if you let him, and on Sunday, he was the difference maker, or one of them. Yeah, it was kind of strange to see Stefan Diggs only have four catches for 27 yards and for the offense to still play the way it did. I think Khalil Shakir has taken a huge step forward uh, in year two, and it's kind of obvious that uh, Gabe Davis is in the doghouse and is not to be trusted after uh, dropping that pass that ended up in an interception against the Broncos last week. So it was definitely encouraging to see them move the ball against a good defense. Um, they ran the ball well. And I thought just by using Josh Allen early in the run, I thought it was a nice touch just to be like, hey, we can do this if we want to. You know, they didn't do it a lot. But that first, I think it was a third down play uh, where they had him run the QB draw. He picked up the first down. It was kind of, uh, you know, showing the Jets they could do that. Um, they didn't do it a lot after that, but it was it was a nice way to set the tone. So it was definitely a big win. It was one they had to have, but you know, it's kind of it's kind of every single week from now, you know, until the end of the season, it's pretty much a playoff game for the Bills. But but there is some pressure lifted on the Bills because you see the injury to Joe Burrow on Thursday night. 
And and I think that's significant. I think that takes the ba- the Bengals out of the playoff out of the playoff picture, right? And maybe they were tied with the Bills, but that's one team that you're not fighting with directly. I, I think the Texans. That's a good team. They could make a push for the playoffs, but I I don't imagine both the Texans and the Steelers make it for some reason. Like in my head, they both could make it, but when you look at the teams that are in the AFC and you look at the good teams and the bad teams, like you know, looking at, and I'll I'll pull up the standings here. You know, for us, like Cleveland, between Cleveland, Houston, and Pittsburgh, I, I think maybe two of those teams will make it. I don't think both will. Like, I, I don't know how Cleveland looks without Deshaun Watson, although he hasn't been great this year. Pittsburgh just fired Matt Canada. Like, what are they going to look like? The Bills are half game out of playoff spot. And I, and I don't see them missing out like I did last week, right? The Jets are done. The Chiefs are, or the Chargers are struggling. The, the Raiders are five and six. They're kind of on their heels. Right, like, are they better than the Colts in Denver? Absolutely. So I, I think it's time to put a, to put to rest the the concerns that the, the Bills won't make the playoffs. I, I think you're crazy. Um, Call I think me crazy. The, the reason I think the reason why people think the Bills aren't going to make the playoffs isn't because of they're not better than the teams you named. It's because of their schedule. I mean, they've got Philadelphia, they've got Kansas City, they've got Dallas, uh, they've got Miami, and then their other two games they've lost to New England already, and then they play the Chargers. I think they'll so, yeah, they look great. Maybe, I don't know. I that's that's. I still think that's a tall task because when you look around, the Steelers have a nothing schedule. Uh, the Texans don't ha- don't really play anyone either. Uh, Cleveland would have to lose two more games to even tie the Bills, um, and the Colts don't really have a tough schedule. So I, that's more of the concern I have. I don't think it's really that. I think the Bills are better than the Colts, the Steelers, the Texans. But look who the Colts have coming up. They have uh, the Bucks this week. Then they play the Titans, the Bengals, the Steelers, the Falcons, the Raiders. And then they finish with the Texans. Like a lot of these AFC teams, and this is kind of what happens when you struggle the year before, they've got easy schedules. That's really my worry about the Bills right now is that their schedule is a lot tougher than a lot of these other teams in the mix. So so did this game putting up 30 against a really good defense, like did it change your, your thought process on this team? Like it really it really changed mine. Like I was concerned about this team, not as much as, as you are, but like it looked really good. The offense looked good. It, it had some, some good dynamic play. Like it, it just – the way they looked on against the Jets, and look, the Jets, it, it kind of felt like the game there that they they're bottoming out, right? The Jets, you look at who they are, and you kind of look at last last season, for example. The Jets have bottomed out. Like that defense is not going to be keeping it in, in games as much as we thought it could, because I think it senses that the season's over. Uh, but that's still a significant win, and it kind of was the Bills that broke the back of the Jets. To me, what makes me more confident isn't the way the Bills played; it's what I saw on Monday Night Football. Like, I think both Philadelphia and Kansas City came off as more beatable than I thought before. Like, Kansas City clearly has wide receiver issues. So that game, I think it's a little bit easier. Uh, Philadelphia, I mean, Hurts didn't play all that well. And I know Kansas City has a good defense. And, you know, A.J. Brown isn't going to be held to one catch for eight yards or whatever he had again. But I, I didn't see those two teams as these world beaters that I think I did a couple of weeks ago. And maybe it's because they played each other. You know, two Titans going at it, and that's just what happens. But that's... That's more where I'm at. Like, yeah, I'm impressed by the way the offense played, but they've done this before. Like, they've put up a lot of points before and then still kind of fallen off. So I, I'm not really overly confident. It's A lot of it's going to have to do with whatever happens this Sunday. So do you think – I think they can beat the Cowboys. It, it is a tall order, but I, I think they can do it. Like, the defense looked a lot better. And look, it's, it's the Jets. That's not a good team. But I don't know. Like, I think they can win one of those three games, and I think that's all you need. I think you, you need, you need two. two. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. I mean, I don't want to be sitting there at seven and seven 
Yeah, that doesn't look bad. Really helping you. Um, so I think you have to try to take two or three. And if I had to circle them, it's probably the Eagles and the Cowboys, to be honest, just because I think, I mean, for me as a Bills fan, I was rooting pretty heavily for the Eagles, not because I wanted the Chiefs to lose more. So I want them to be fat and happy going into this week. You know, I don't want them angry coming off a loss, coming back home. I mean, it's going to be a hostile environment. It's going to be a good game no matter what, but I'm, I'm more happy that they won that game. On yeah, Monday. it certainly helps. And for the, for the Jets' perspective, they, they bench Zach Wilson for Tim Boyle. He doesn't look too much better. Luke. He's 7 of 14 for 33 yards and an interception, basically when the game was over. I, so I will say this. like Obviously, it's small sample. doesn't really matter. I don't think he's going to be great, but he was getting rid of the ball very quickly, which I think is the only way you can combat this offensive and, and line. And he was throwing it was like the snapped. ground, Luke. Right, but I mean, he made a couple of completions. He made a couple of completions, and obviously the interception came. A little bit garbage time. I mean, it's just tough because it, it's not going to matter. You know, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I think we'll find that out on Friday that, you know, it really doesn't matter who's playing quarterback for this Jets team. They're just the, the offensive line isn't very good. Their weapons aren't great. Uh, I think Garrett Wilson's definitely a little more hurt than he's letting on because, to be honest, he hasn't looked all that great the last few weeks. So I, yeah, I, maybe a little bit of redemption for Zach Wilson just because Boyle probably won't look that but, great but either. The, the team is like dead. They're gone. You Yes. Also, why is – I don't really understand, I guess, because he, he knows the system. I don't really know why Trevor Simeon isn't starting, but – I don't know. Like, he's actually played NFL games. Like, Tim Boyle is terrible at UConn, not very good in the NFL – like, has barely played. At least Simeon has, like, a track record of playing Yeah, and he's, he's actually played better than Zach Wilson in their first – I think it was, like, 60 starts or 56 starts, whatever it is. But, you know, the Hackett offense is way too difficult for anyone to comprehend. So unless you're Aaron Rodgers, because then he just takes over. Do we think Nathaniel Hackett's like the biggest idiot on the planet? Like all honesty, he like Russell Wilson looks so much better this year. He, than he really does. Year. Like he feels like a moron in the sense of he he hasn't his offense like isn't good. He he sounds like a moron when he's talking about the gold zone. Like he sounds like such a goofy dude. It, it's very close to like I don't want to say nepotism, but it's very close to his dad was a coach in the NFL. And he's just kind of a guy. And I mean, he just kind of like jo- he, he jokes around. He's a jokester. Like he's a clown. Like obviously Bortles had a few good years, but I was never impressed with him at Buffalo. I mean, at Syracuse, it was so long ago. I barely remember. But I mean, I, I watched him a lot in person. I don't, I don't remember their offense being spectacular. But like he had the one great Blake Bortles year and then he had Aaron Rodgers. So it's like I, I don't really know if his system is this like godly thing or if it's just like, well, you know, Rodgers was was pretty damn good. And, you know, Rodgers has explained the way he runs Hackett's system is different because he can see the defense. He can call out checks. He can switch the play at the line. Whereas, you know, Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle aren't going to be doing that. Right. And and I think that's why it's fine having having him as your coordinator. Because th- this team definitely did to set them up for success with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. And there's been a lot of discourse. Is this a failed season? Yes, but I, I don't think it's anyone's fault other than Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. Right. The offensive line looks really bad. It does. I, I think that's the one thing you can fault the steam for is the offensive line and the weapons. Like, but I expected Lazard to be good. And, and I think he can be good with Aaron Rodgers. Like if it is, the, can we like kind of to place blame on this season? Cause it's over. Like they're dead. They could go, they could win this weekend. They're still dead. They could go, they could win the next three games. Luke, they are still dead. This is a bad football team. Nothing's going to change about that. But when you look at blaming, placing blame, I think Lazard would be a lot better with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. I think Hackett would look a lot better with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. 
the only real flaw in this team was the offensive line. And I'm not saying that when you run it back next year, everything's going to look better. Because it's really hard for Lazard to take a horrible year this year and somehow turn it around to be better next year. I think there, there needs to be changes made. But when you talk about the failure of the season, it kind of just starts and ends for me with the injury. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, you know, Wilson was obviously put in a tough spot. He's not very good. Um, and I, I think Rogers too, I'm trying to formulate this take without sounding dumb, but I think, you know, a lot of people are saying like, well, this O line is so bad. Even if Rogers was playing, he'd probably get hurt eventually. Maybe that's true. But what I'll say is when you have a quarterback that can get the ball quickly and accurately and make those types of plays, it puts the defense back on their heels. It's a different game than right now where it's, you know, the bills are just pinning their ears back and teeing off on Zach Wilson because they know he's not making throws under pressure. So maybe he would have got hurt. Who knows? This offensive line isn't good, but a good quarterback, a smart quarterback that gets rid of the ball quickly can make up for a lot of those issues, which they don't have. So, you know, yes, the offensive line is bad, but would it look different? This offense look different than the Rodgers? Yes. A hundred percent. So yeah, it is a huge impact and it kind of stinks for Jets fans. And I feel for you because no, you it's kind of just like, all right, well, no, I do because now, you know, you're excited and now you just have to hold your breath until September. Yeah, like, that's it, it is. And it's, it's something you're kind of used to as a Jets fan, but it really it's it's sour the the ordinate the fans a lot like i've talked to a bunch of buddies that are like we need to clean house and fire everybody and and i just don't see how that's valuable to this team i really don't run it back no you can't because first off you're not firing anybody because aaron Rodgers runs the organization right now and that's okay like i'm fine with that i'm okay with it because when you look at this team you needed aaron Rodgers. there was no legitimacy also let's talk about the, the other options you had for a minute Derek carr stinks Jimmy G was benched for Aiden O'Connell, who also stinks. So that tells you what, you know, what, what does that tell you about Jimmy G? You know, could Baker Mayfield have been, been the answer? I guess. But like, I mean, is he, is he worth it? Sacrificing a couple of years of Aaron Rodgers? When frankly, you could probably pa- make a deal for Baker Mayfield in two years and, and get him. Maybe overpay, maybe give a, a second round pick for him, but you can get him in a couple of years. So I don't know See, what people really expect for the Jets to, to be. This was the answer. This was the right move. The only issue that, that happened is, is when you didn't really have a real backup. But two, would Jacoby Brissett make that much of a difference with this offense or Josh Dobbs? Like, the more I think about it, the more I think Nathaniel Hackett's incompetent. He's just buzzed Aaron Rodgers. The line isn't very good. Lazard isn't very good without Rodgers. And I, I think it kind of comes down to this team needed Rodgers to succeed. And without him, maybe you would be a, a hair better than you were last year and you could sneak into the playoffs, which is significant. But is it worth putting that kind of investment in your team or possibly that strain on Aaron Rodgers if you bring in Josh Dobbs or Jacoby Brissett instead of letting him have Zach Wilson, which is what he wanted, presumably? Yeah, I, I don't know. But I will say, like, if this, I'll be honest, if this was a season where you didn't get Aaron Rodgers, but you, you know, you, re- I guess I can't even say that because if they didn't get Rodgers, they wouldn't have had Zach Wilson right. be their starter. Like they would have had someone else, but like if hypothetically they went into the season was with Zach Wilson, this happened, then I'd say, yeah, you clean house because at that point, you know, it's, it's malpractice. You can't keep running back the same thing with Zach Wilson and expect it to change. But because you already had this all in place for Rogers, I think you kind of just pretend that this year never happened and you hope that Aaron Rodgers gets back to what he can be at a hundred percent next year. And then you run that. And you know what, if that doesn't work and he stinks, then we can talk about, was it a bad decision, whatever. But like for now, it's kind of just like, yeah, this, this season just never happened. Let's, let's just pretend it never happened. The only thing I hope they take from the season is we need a better offensive line. 
We need an actual wide receiver too. Which, how how have they not known that though? We've been how long has this been a show? We've been saying that every year they're off. I mean, they bad. need to put some more investments into it. They need to go out there and, and use their first round pick, which they'll have this year. They, they end up giving up the second to Green Bay because Rodgers is out for that sixty percent, or it doesn't make the snap count in in that agreement. Um, which is crazy to think about. You know, when that deal was made, you were expecting him to to play those sixty snaps or sixty percent of the snaps. Use your first round pick on an offensive lineman. Go out there and get another wide receiver too. Maybe it's Devontae Adams. Maybe it's um, uh, Higgins. Maybe it's whoever, Tyler Board. I don't care. Get yourself an actual wide receiver, too, that can catch a football. And when it comes to the defense, like, just keep doing what you're doing. Because, like, it's a good enough defense. And they struggled last week. But if they had an actual offense that could score, it's it's significant. And, and the last thing they need to realize is Zach Wilson's gone. He, he can't come back next year. He can't. Thank He's you. He's dead. Finally. I'm sorry. Now, could it have been different if, if he sat behind Raj for two years? Maybe. But it's not. That's not the, the reality. And and to bring him back next year as your backup, the the pressure that Aaron Rodgers would feel to not get hurt, the insanity that the fans would feel would be too much. You you, you just you can't have it happen. You can't. I'm glad you finally came around to this. It's been a while. I'm really, I'm, I'm proud of you. It's been a while. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. But I look. But, you, but also like let's talk about it, you know giving him two years behind Rodgers. Things could have been different. No, you don't think no could, you think he would have just looked just like. Have him. you seen this dude play football, Matt? There's nothing there. Like, there's nothing there. But, uh, Tommy DeVito just had a better game than Zach Wilson's ever played, and he got sacked nine times. It's just, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, it, it, you got to just let him go. I I know it sucks because you had Darnold, then you had him. Can we bring Darnold back? You know, like, Can I have him? I, I, he makes Darnold look like a like an MVP candidate, and it's tough. I, but I, I, I've never wanted Sam Darnold back more than I do now. I love. That I know. Guy. I just. I think it's time for you to just let, let Zach Wilson go. I, You have to be done with him this year, right? You can't go back. No, because this is his fourth year, right? Or is this third? This is fourth. Uh, third, but you have to dec- You have to decide on the fifth year. Yes. I mean, maybe don't cut him because you're not going to eat the, the money. But he needs to be banished to the practice squad or something. Yeah. So I'm... Yes, this is third year. Okay, I wanted to double check because I didn't want to sound stupid. Um, wow, what a, what a long three years it's been. Yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a few <laughs> years, man. Let me tell you. Um, why don't we get to the the Giants' perspective of of last week briefly, and we can kind of. I don't even want to talk about Jets Jets Dolphins. They can keep it close. It's a nine and a half point spread. If I, if I had any guts, I'd probably pick the Jets, but I'm canceling myself from. That I game. this line screams Jets to me because you know I obviously the game has happened, so it's probably plays a factor. But the Dolphins were what, thirteen and a half point favorites against the Raiders. And now they're only nine and a half. I know it's a road game, but it's it's interesting. It's also it the does Jets' defense. Me. If if they can have a comeback game and, and be better, but I'm like, are we really expecting Tim Boyle to score at all? I guess that's, no. But could that's, it be like a, a nine to what would it be nine to fourteen? No. If they hold the Dolphins to fourteen, I'd be, I'd be very happy. Seventeen points, twenty points. I mean, the Bills just dropped a thirty burger on their head. Would you expect them to do it again? I, that's the question. Does the defense care enough to, I, I think they'll show pride. Like they want to prove they can shut down this, this Dolphins offense. So I, I think they'll show some pride. I'm not really worried about the defense more. So I'm worried. Can their offense score enough to keep it within the number? So I think they'll give up 20 to 21 points, 20 to 23 points. And at that point, what if it's a nine and a half point spread, you want to give, you want to score 16. Is, is that 14? Yeah. 14, 23. I, I don't even know if they can score 14 points, <laughs> but um that's a game it'll be fun to watch Tyree kill like that's what i'm excited about i guess right is yeah, watching I think the miami it, offense against the jets defense 
yeah, I mean it's it'll be cool to have a game to watch on a Black Friday. I mean, I'll be lo- college football all day Friday. I don't I don't need this. Aren't you game, working but... though? Yeah, I'll be. Listen, so how are you? How are you doing that? I I always watch things at work. All right. I'm telling your Plus, boss. Most of the good games are at night. But I'm telling your boss, who's also your dad. You know, tell him, Brad guy. Not my dad. My dad's not my. Boss. I'm just. I'm just. I'm, that, I'm let him know. Trying to accuse me of being a nepo. Is, is Bry guy crazy. working on Friday? Oh, I I would be shocked. If he is working. I'd be shocked if he's working. Wow. And, you know, he's earned that right, though. You know, I think there's something to be said for, you know, the work that he's put in over the years. I think you, you get the Black Friday off. So, Me, not so much. Would you have taken got, the Black Friday off if you had the the, the ability to? Yeah, 100%. The, the, if you had the the hours to give up? Yeah, I would. Okay. Got there's it. a lot of things there that, you know, I've... I, no, I'm just... No no comment. No, I, I know no I know where you're going. I'm, I'm trying to work around it, but... <laughs> Um, the Giants somehow they they get sacked and they allow nine sacks, but they turn the ball over six times or turn the Commanders over six times and and win the game. A lot of discourse about this is bad for the Giants because they're missing out on picks, yada yada. Uh, Tommy Deville was, was that guy for that game. He's not the answer long term, so that's what kind of stings for Giants fans. But also, I'm not gonna. We can't be mad about them losing the game. Right, like, can we just be like, "Oh, this kind of stinks," and then, and then call it a day? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I think when you're a fan, you you don't really. It's tough because I've been there before with the Bills. You want them to win, and and it's kind of one of those things where after the game, if they lose, you'll sit there and be like, you know, what? I'm I'm. It's probably a good thing we lost. We get a better draft pick, but you like to get these wins. The problem is, th- this is kind of a must lose this weekend for the Giants. Uh, because if you look at the tankathon right now, Drake May is projected to go to the Patriots with the third pick right now. The Giants are at five. Who's the second so the pick Giants, in this scenario? Marvin Harrison? They have Marvin Harrison going to the Cardinals Interesting. in this scenario. Which, look, things could go haywire because who knows? What if the Bears take Marvin Harrison at one? I, I don't well, they're, they're trading the pick if they're, if, they, if they're not drafting a quarterback. Yeah, right. So, you know, if you're the Giants, maybe you love Bo Nix or Michael Penix. I, I'm not really sure why you would, but maybe you do, and you're okay with that. But if you want one of those top two quarterbacks, it, it sucks to say, but this kind of is a must-lose game. Yeah, and the feel for this game is so different because you look at the Patriots and, like, there's been a lot of chat recently about Belichick getting traded or, or mutually parting ways. There's a lot of discourse about Mac Jones. They haven't named a starter yet. They hadn't earlier in the week. And they kind of need a win, right? They're, they're not a team that's about tanking. They, they win their games. They do whatever. Uh, so in this game, it, it kind of feels like it would make sense for the Patriots to to win in the in the Giants lose on on both parties. But again, like you look at this Giants team, and if you're Brian Dable and people are questioning you as a coach, and, and I think he's a good coach, I think they've just run into some really bad luck this season. If he wins this game and pulls out back to back wins with Tommy DeVito, I think it earns him a third and possibly a fourth year. Because if this year goes to the tank and you're done at three wins, and next year you're only a four or five win team it's reasonable to think that you fire the coach, but if he can win a game here and win a couple games down the stretch, then you say, wait a second, he can actually coach and, and he, he earns himself, you know, another year kind of legitimizes the playoff win they had last year. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's why this, that win last week against Washington was so big because, you know, you, you can lose games in, you know, two, three in a row, but you kind of have to throw a couple W's up there just to, you know, show you can win games. And, you know, if this Giants team wins six games, it's like, oh, you know, six and 11. Like, we'll look back and be like, oh, that wasn't so bad, even though, you know, they obviously got shellacked a ton at the beginning of the year. But, like, 
you know, revisionist history. They probably should have beat the Jets. They probably should have beat the Bills. So, you know, they've had their chances. And I think Dable wants to keep winning games to show that he's a good coach. So I thought it was an impressive win. Obviously, there's still a lot of issues, but you could see it, you know, with Saquon Barkley's reaction and stuff like that. Like they want to win these games like they don't they don't care about the next year's draft pick. So I'm this game now at three and a half in favor of New England is pretty, pretty shocking to me. I mean, New England hasn't announced who their quarterback's going to be. Not like it matters. They're both pretty bad. But on the road, I know they're coming off a bye, but three and a half seems kind of crazy. It's just so strange. And you look at the Giants and it's it's such a shame that Daniel Jones is out for the season. He's just getting surgery. I think today was a report from from Kay Adams when he spoke yeah. with her um, earlier in the week. Because it, it could have been, hey, you, you win six games, but Daniel Jones, your quarterback, and, and you're fine. But here it's like there, there's no juice because you win games and it's completely useless. But this is one of the games where it's, it's hard to get a feel for it only because the Giants are really bad. Like, or DeVito is really bad, and they always have the commander's number. But, you know, let's talk about it. They almost lost a game in which they turned the ball over six times or they, they, they turned yeah. the team over six times, right? Take, take away the interception at the end of the game, 24, 19 commanders are charging. Look, they played horrible, but they also, the Giants turned them, turned them over six times and they just barely squeaked out a win. Are you turning the ball over six times again? Are you getting the ball six times, six takeaways against the Patriots? I, it's, you could, cause Mac Jones really stinks. I, I don't know. I mean, another counterpoint for the Giants to be like, you know, they are kind of bad. It's like two of the three wins are against the commanders. So they always yeah. beat. So, you know, it, it's obviously, you know, it's all. It, could they run it? I don't know. Could they run it back with Daniel Jones? They could. I mean, if they win six games, I don't think you're drafting a quarterback. No, probably not. And there's going to be a lot of offensive talent, receivers, offensive linemen. So they're going to have chances to improve this roster. It's just it's tough because Jones going to be coming off the knee injury. Um, and it's, I just can't, I can't believe that this is, I don't know. This is it. It's it is weird. Sad. It's sad. It, it's sad. not sad, but it's weird seeing a giants Patriots game that just has no juice. Like you'd think when these two teams come together, I mean, I remember, you know, the undefeated season. Um, I think that the Patriots beat the giants to end the year that year. Yeah. As well. they, they won in the end was, of that season. So it feels like every time they meet, you know, it's a super bowl. It's a big game. And to now have these two franchises, you know, tanking or trying to tank for draft picks is kind of crazy. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, Not any, sad, though. Anything you're sad. excited about for tomorrow like, before we get into our picks? Anything exciting for you for Thanksgiving? Food, the games? So I'm I'm happy that the Lions fans get, like, a fun team to watch, a good team to watch. It feels like that never happens. Um, but food-wise, I'm, I'm a big dessert head. I'm going to be honest. Like, that's what really – that's what really gets me going it's it's not you know turkey's fine uh, turkey's fine throw some gravy on it all that good stuff but like i'm i'm waiting for that pumpkin pie to be rolled out that's that's when it's really the pumpkin pie it's a delight uh we're doing it differently this year a little bit we got a a lot of different things that we're working into the into the rotation in the walling house you're probably a green bean casserole oh green bean casserole is delicious we're not making it i've never had we're changing things up a little bit Probably uh, sweet potatoes with marshmallows. We are doing that. We don't usually do it, though. I'm not a big sweet potato <laughs> marshmallow guy, though. I think it's too much. I've never had them with marshmallows. I think they're good without yeah, marshmallows. Yeah, I agree. It's too sweet. I had it the other day, and it just it's it's too, like, sweet. It's, it's I, like a, I like a good mashed sweet potato. That's all I need. The goal of for me tomorrow is to not suffer a non-contact injury. That's the goal. 
no are you, are you playing know, no tearing playing AC- football outside is that is that where you're going yes so no no torn acls uh no Achilles popping, not even a high ankle sprain. We have to avoid those non-contact. Injuries. I'm battling through it right now. Let me tell you, the knee, the knee is bad. Yeah, we're in a bad space. Oh no! And I got, I got a big pickleball oh, no. match on Saturday, so I don't know what we're gonna do. I didn't even know you became a pickleball. Uh, my guy. parents are real pickleball. They're real pickleheads. I think that's what they call them. Okay, I love pick. I scratch that. I've never played pickleball, but I love the. It's concept. it's a fun time. It's good. It's fun. I mean, I like tennis, so I assume. I yeah, it's. Like it's I think it's better than tennis. It's like imagine wiffle ball, but tennis version. Yes, I, I know what like it is. Like pickleball is to tennis. I do know that you play pickleball on a tiny court with a, a wiffle ball. Yeah. Yes, I know. It's a good time. Um, why don't we get to our picks then? You, you, you smoked me last. What were you three and three last week? What were you? Yeah, Zofta I was three one three. three and two. Is that what I was? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I. I, I'm losing. I, I I think I'm. Oh, I don't even know. I didn't even check. This is really bad. This is bad here. You didn't update. No, the I thought I did, and I, I didn't. So this is on me. Let's see here. The the, the let's do this in real time. The the Cowboys covered. <laughs> the Steelers did not cover. The Rams covered. No. They won. So you won three games. Okay. Minnesota did not cover. Right. No, they oh, did cover. Wow, it's major. Did, it was two and a half, right? Yeah. They were dogs. Yep. Yeah, they they lost. Oh, okay. We're set then. We're not that bad here. Um, so I think uh, Chargers pushed Seattle, lost. Detroit lost. Um, so you got. Oh, that's not what I want. This is bad here. Give me one second. You gained another game on me. I think. I'll let Matt figure out the math, but I will say, uh, one of the best parts of Sunday was Matt thinking that the Rams were minus one, but they were in fact plus one. So he was like, oh, we're going to get a push here. And I was like, no, 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 I'm winning this thing. That was a bad, and then the that Seattle was a bad moment in my, in my time here. And that was bad. What what went by me? What the, What did I just do? This is crazy. I mean, look, let's be honest. This is the first week I'll be in first place. And did I? Trying to fudge the numbers. I lost Detroit and Seattle, right? Yeah. So I went two, one, and three. Whatever that means. Where'd you get two wins from? I got Dallas and Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that ends up there being... No. So that's... How did I get two, one, and three? This has to stop. Whatever's no, happening right now needs No, I'm two, three, and one. There we go. <laughs> two, three, and one. So you get... I think, I think I might still have a lead on you, actually. We'll never know. You're adding three. You didn't bother. You're getting 40. I'm adding two and a half. Which means I get to 40 and a half. I got, a, I got half a game lead on you. Let's go. Oh, our great friend Pat with the text. Watling, the Chargers did not push. They lost. Wait, didn't they lose by three? No, they were favored. Yeah, this is clown show by you. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's on me. I can't believe I let you slide that That's on me. That's on me. Yeah, all right, two and four, so subtract a half point. Oh, we're tied. Wow. All that. Good catch, Pat. Good catch. I want to recount Um, after the show. I don't trust any of whatever. So, you know, you can do it then. You have access to the link. All right, I will. You can do it. I'll count on my hand. You can do it. All right. Um, do, do you want to go first? You decide. I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, my first pick. Uh, give me the Colts minus two and a half over the Bucks. Great pick. I I like the way the Colts have played. They're coming off a bye. Uh, the Bucks 
they look so bad recently. They just got thumped by the Niners. I I don't remember the stat, but I remember for a while, every team that played the Niners was losing next week. So I'm just going to continue to believe that that's true. Uh, so I like the Colts minus two and a half over the Bucs. Uh, I like, speaking of San Francisco, I like San Fran. Give me the minus seven and a half. Um, they are playing a football team by the name of Seahawks. Just seven, Matt. No hook. Oh, seven now. Wow. I, I Look at that. It was seven and a half earlier when I was looking at these like 10 minutes before the show. Uh, I picked Luke. Seattle last two weeks and they've lost both of them. So knowing them, they're going to win this week outright. But I like San Francisco. <laughs> they seem to cover when they win. That's a good football team. And now I get them at you know, a touchdown. I, I feel comfortable with that. I like the Broncos minus one and a half over the Browns. Um, Hideous. Browns are, Browns are seven and three. Broncos are five and five. Denver favorite at home. Uh, I thought that line was interesting. And I think DTR, not great. I know the Browns defense is awesome. And that's what worries me. But I think Denver will do enough to win this game. I Now that I'm saying it, I hate this pick. Cause it's, the, it's the Steelers-Browns game all over again. And I, that was a disgusting game to have the Steelers in. So I'm, I'm worried, but I'm going to take Denver minus one and a half. Uh, I'm going to take Indy along with you, Luke. I had it written down as my second or my third favorite pick uh, behind my lock in San Francisco. That's a team that just is pretty good. Like, you know, I that's all I got. I think Jonathan Taylor runs all over. And, you know, you never – you can't – who's their head coach? What's the guy's name? What, who's not who? Gannon. Who? Oh, uh, Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen after a bye is all you need. So Yes. There you go. Me, Indy minus two and a half. Histor- historic record. Yes. Undefeated, um, if you will. Never lost as a uh, head coach coming off a bye. Give me Houston plus two over Jackson. Ooh. I think Houston's going to take the division, um, and it starts this week. And this line really spoke to me. They're, you know, Jags only favored by two. Texas are a pretty good team. And, you know, the Jags are coming off a big win, but it was against, it was against Tennessee, so it doesn't really count. I There's going to be a lot of juice in this game. I think Houston fans are going to show out. It's, in my opinion, probably the best game of the day um, besides Eagles-Bills. So I will take the Texans plus two over the Jaguars. Look, you talk about juice and intensity in this game. We're going to ratchet up one degree higher. Because give me Jacksonville minus two. Wow. I love it. I love it. Head to head. I like it. I feel good. Jacksonville's a good team. They they kind of know how to win. I'm still waiting for Houston that shoot a drop. And I, I when you look at Jacksonville, it's a team that just they gotta win this division, right? There's a lot of pressure on this team. There's probably a lot of pressure on Trevor Lawrence, who's been kind of pedestrian this season. I think they step up and they win the game. I have a disgusting pick, and I don't. Think I think I, I know what it, it is. So, is it what Pittsburgh? is it? It's I like the Bengals. Uh, um, you shouldn't make that. Pick I'm gonna up. avoid that. I'm not making two NFC North picks. Oh, are you taking this deal? Uh, we'll see. I don't know what Jake Browning is, but that line, that's a weird line. It's a weird line. But I'm going to take a dumb pick that I know is going to lose. Uh, give me the Ravens minus three and a half over the Chargers. This is a rat game, and I'm taking the cheese because I just don't think the Chargers are very good. Um, so hopefully this isn't the game where they show up. And that hook really scares me. So I hate this pick, but I'm taking the Ravens minus. Luke, you're going to like it a little more in a minute, um, but we'll get to that in a moment here. Oh, I'm stuck here between my last couple picks, and and I'll I'll let you – I'll lift the curtain here. I like Pittsburgh minus one and a half because you get the the bump after firing your coordinator. I I, I like Green Bay maybe because seven and a half is a big number, and I feel like the Lions, like just their luck, they're going to lose on Thanksgiving again like they always do. But I really – I'm scared to make that pick. And then my other pick is Minnesota. I kind of like Minnesota, minus three and a half. But then I sit there and I say, 
you know, the, the Lions almost lost to the Bears, and the, the Vikings aren't as good as the Bear, as the Lions, so what happens there? But then it's the Bears on Monday night, right? I don't know what the Bears on Monday night are going to look like in a primetime game. So I might hold off on, on this last pick. I think the primetime Bears are like 2-1 and because they beat – I know they beat Carolina. They beat the Commies. Uh, they lost that game to the Chargers. Those are both fake teams, though. All right. Those are both. Oh, you man. said primetime Bears. I, I think I'm out on Pittsburgh. Evidence. So I think we're stuck okay. between Minnesota and Green Bay. I really uh, – give me Minnesota. I'll do it again. I like them. They're a fun team. The the defense of the Bears isn't great. It's another week for Josh Dobbs. Give me Minnesota minus three. It looked half. good. It looked pretty good against the Lions for a minute. Well, then I would have Say taken that. Chicago. I, I know, but you said their defense isn't great, and I said they looked okay for a minute. But then they, they Yeah, but it was it was the Jared Goff, he's not actually good kind of thing. Oh, okay. Josh Dobbs better than Jared Goff, but we'll find out this week. That's <laughs> a take. I didn't say it. I'm just, um, I'm just saying we'll, we'll find out. My lock of the week. We haven't picked the – oh, no, you picked the Niners. I was going to say we haven't picked a single Thanksgiving game, but I will do it. Detroit Lions minus 7.5 are my lock of the week. This is a gut pick, and I look at the, at the Lions. They're going to be fired up. It's a home game. It's Thanksgiving. I don't really put a lot of stock into the Packers' win over the Chargers last week. Um, I think the Chargers beat themselves more than anything. Green Bay a little bit banged up in the receiving core this week. I think Reed might be out. Uh, Watson is banged up as well, so they're going to have some issues. Aaron Jones is out for the Packers. Um, I think Detroit's going to run the ball down their throat. I think they're going to use St. Brown in the right ways, and this just feels like the biggest game of the season. You know, even though I know they played the Chiefs Week One, but like having the national spotlight, the usual Thanksgiving kickoff for the Lions, but actually being good, I just feel like that juice is going to carry them to a big win. Uh, so give me the Lions minus seven and a half as my lock of the week. Luke, I'll be joining with my lock of the week. Baltimore minus three and a half. So Ooh. you might actually be rooting for them to lose in a way. If you're a bad guy, I might. You're be, but you're a good guy, so you're not going to do that. I like that I have you on my side because if they do lose, then it doesn't really hurt me. Right, right. That helps. So um, I like that. I, they're a good team. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. Like that's a that's a nice tidy game. Baltimore's good. They're they're gonna they're gonna do well. I I like them this week. Yeah, and I think too with the, with the way the AFC North is going, they've got pressure on them. This isn't you know they can't they can't really take off any games right now, given the Browns right on their on their tail. The Steelers could get back in the mix if they beat uh, Cincinnati. So. I'm I'm excited. I mean, the the one game I cannot make a pick on was Bills Eagles. That that's interesting. I think the Eagles are three and a half point favorites. So if you like the Bills to keep within a field goal, I mean that's that's something. Yeah, but there's so many late touchdowns with that. I I don't know. That's a game I am excited for. Um, that one. I don't even want to watch Jets Giants or Jets Dolphins. I might not. I might not. I might just. And that's lock of the night. Marquette down six early. What was what was the spread? Uh, I think they were three and a half point. Oh, so we're right there within covering. My real lock of the night. If people want to, <laughs> do you want an ice pick? Yes, Matty ice, ice pick. Give it to him on the on the Thanksgiving Eve box. Devils Red Wings. Give me the over six and a half. I love it. Love it. I love, love, love it. I'm punching. I'm punching it in. You, you don't pick with me. That's no, not you're not. I don't believe it. I'll do it. I'm doing it All as right. we speak. Well, that's it. Everyone, enjoy your Thanksgiving. We'll catch you guys next week at some point. Um, enjoy the football, enjoy the time with family and, uh, Luke, enjoy it as well. And Matt, I'm very thankful for you and I'm thankful for the show. Thank you, buddy. I'll, I'll see you next week. Even though you wouldn't dare say that. I, I'll, you'll get a lovely text from me tomorrow. Just expressing how, I don't know it. if I want that. You say, you don't birthday. want it? Uh, 
I don't know. Are we getting our feels tomorrow? No, it wasn't be that excessive. It's not your birthday or anything. Oh, okay. You only get know. one of those a year. True. True. Uh, regardless. I just wanted to express my, my thankfulness on the show, even though you hate our listeners. I just said enjoy the thank Thanksgiving them. for the listeners. I'm thankful All for right, our go, listeners. Go do whatever you have to do that's more important than I, this. I eat dinner. Okay. Go to bed. I'm, yeah, I'm exhausted, fine. Luke. All right. I'm, I'm, running, I'm running on eat here. All even right, though fine. I had the day off. But I'm working tomorrow. All right. All right. See you next week, everyone. If you missed the moment of the show, catch us on the pod on the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Catch us on Twitter, TikTok at Walling and Owens. We'll get our picks out later tonight as well, and we'll see you guys next week.